Hi, and thanks for downloading this episode of Queer I Am, the podcast. I really hope you enjoy it. This podcast started as a small idea and has turned into a real passion project for me and is something that I wish to continue to make way into the future, but I need your help in doing so. So there is a cost in making Queer I Am, the podcast, and it's something that I funded and will continue to do so for the foreseeable future. But if you'd like to get involved and support the podcast by subscribing to Acast Plus, that would be incredible. And if this is something you can't do, no worries at all. I really hope you keep enjoying the episodes and I intend to keep making them for as long as possible. Season three is coming up and you are in for an absolute treat. I am so, so excited. If you'd like to support the podcast, details of how you can do this are in the blurb of the episode you were listening to. And what this also means is you get to listen to all of the episodes of Queer I Am The Podcast, past and future, completely ad-free. So no interruptions whatsoever. What could be better? Anyway, enough of the serious blurb. Let's crack on with the show. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. I am so excited to speak with today's guest. When they're not busy exploring this amazing city, having only lived here for a few months, they are supporting our queer community and artists by taking headshots and promo pictures for worthwhile causes like the Make Your Mark program at the Ledwood Centre and working with artists like me to create an image and a brand. They are super, super talented. I'm thrilled to be talking to the incredible Hey Can I Take Your Picture, a.k.a. Anthony Edwards. So whatever you're up to, this is your time to settle down, relax and enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Queer I Am. Hello, Anthony. Thank you so much for coming onto my podcast. You're very welcome. I'm very excited to be here. Well, I have to say, this is probably one of the ones I've been really looking forward to because, and I've totally gone into podcast oh. like presenter <laughs> mode now, but because 
we have so many lovely like coffee conversations, we and conversations on the pub and on the beach, whatever. And um, so I thought this would probably be a really, really chilled one. But I think we're both a little bit nervous. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm we'll good. just we'll just relax and yeah. let it all go. We'll let it all go. Shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. Yeah. So how are you feeling today? I'm really good. Really good. Feeling good. Enjoying yep, the sunshine. Uh, sun is out. And um, yeah, I'm in Brighton. So it's yeah. Every day is good. Every day is Brighton. And you put something on Instagram the other day, which I loved about the um, every day being like an ABBA song. Oh, so that is well, it's a quote from Muriel's wedding. Is it? Um, so I just changed one of the words to Brighton. Obviously, oh. um, I think it was from Sydney. Um, but yeah, when we moved to Brighton, um, my partner and I we kind of reenacted scenes from Muriel's wedding. You're terrible, Muriel. You're terrible, Muriel. <laughs> uh, goodbye, pauper spit. So <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Oh, so um, but no, I saw that the other day, and again, I, I mean, I've got loads of comment, uh, questions to ask about Brighton because I think it's something we keep talking about generally. Yes. We're both still not over this, um, and we'll talk about how we met in a bit as well. But if you had to pick a song for yeah. your mood. What would your song of the day be? My song of the day, um, oh, it's so tricky because I've been, I was listening to some music on the way here and actually I've been gravitating to Kylie's All the Lovers. Ah, dance. Dance. And do you know what it was? I saw um, the Brighton Gay Men's Chorus oh. um, last weekend uh-huh. and they performed a version and yep. it's just stuck in my head. Their so, version is um, incredible. Yeah, 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 really rousing and yeah. quite quite emotional. And yeah. I hadn't really paid attention to the lyrics before. Um, but yeah, so it's got uh, yeah. a good vibe. And I, I think that's the same with so many pop songs, actually, because like if your song's got a good beat or it's kind of it's quite emotive or whatever, and it makes you feel a certain way because of the music, yeah, that's one thing. But then sometimes when you really listen to lyrics, it's like, oh, this is... This is quite a profound... It's quite deep. I yeah. Mean, actually, you know, lots of disco music mm. is the same. It's yeah. kind of um, a heartbreak on the dance floor kind of stuff. Yeah, completely. And just because it's got a disco beat, um, you know, I, I quite often cry to disco songs. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, often, I always think about um, Young Hearts One Free. Oh, like yes. Satin, like, that is, that is such a, a good song. But if yeah. you listen to the lyrics, it's kind of like it's saying to everyone you know get out of your relationship and be yeah. a free soul and stuff and it's kind of like Definitely. yeah it's yeah quite interesting mine I, so i sent you a song yesterday um by mks mutakisha yes. shavon the sugar babes, sugar babes who are now they're now called the sugar babes again no regrets which was that so they released it out well they were going to release it out back in 2013 and it got leaked and then their song they released flatline bombed it didn't do very well which i love i love that song it's amazing. I, I listen to that quite often yeah it's such a good it's all the, the beats and oh Matthew's voice and Kate, all of their voices is just yeah. incredible um but the no regret song is about obviously their um their past and the fact that they've gone through this bumpy journey as a band and they're back together in there and again like there's a an acoustic version they do on um, one of the google um live stream things and then they do I've, I've heard the leaked studio version which is on youtube and the beats are just amazing and yeah. Mutia's voice i just every time the beats like when she's singing all the beats get really rowdy and i'm like at my desk going, yeah <laughs> so um that's my song but it's got no particular uh, meaning other than they're re- really good songwriters as well yeah, amazing yeah um well, yeah. i didn't realize their first album was critically acclaimed and they were yeah. like they wrote that when they were like 14 it's just you know? incredible they um they were so good so um and they're they're doing the mighty hoopla on the 4th of june are they yeah are you really, going i know i'm not but i'm really tempted uh, because oh. it's like it's the headlining it's like oh i get to see the sugar babes but 
yeah i don't know and they're the best lineup i think as well aren't they so they're the originals so the originals um, the originals so yes um okay so a bit about you and where you grew up so i know this because so and i probably should say it's on the podcast so we met through instagram yes three months ago yeah but uh just probably a little over three months a little three months yeah. yeah but it feels like i've known you for about 30 years it because does. we're just yeah it's just lovely mm. hanging out and chatting and stuff and we're getting all the smoochy and smiley <laughs> on the podcast now um there's a whole lot of love a whole lot of love in this room um and so i know your your kind of backstory but you know what for the listener where did you grow up and kind of how long have you been here and what brought you to Brighton? Okay, well, I grew up in Slough, um, which is uh, just outside London, for anyone who doesn't know where Slough is. Um, probably most famous from The Office, mm-hmm. um, the TV show. Um, and then I kind of spent most of my time between Slough and Windsor. Um, I worked in Windsor um, for years, uh, just in retail. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually moved there six years ago with my partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have, I, I've been with my partner for 17 years so, and we've always visited Brighton over the years and felt very drawn mm-hmm. to this city. Yeah. Um, it has been calling us for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we moved here in November and have never looked back. So yeah. Yeah. just completely, um, immersing ourselves and, um yeah just going through all the experiences and it's just been incredible met some amazing people as well and it's just it's just such a creative city and everyone we have met um has just the stories that they've told us have just been incredible Mm. and um yeah no loving it lovely and so we and there was something when we met and we had coffee that day on the beach. It was, it was cold, freezing, oh freezing cold. Your hands were blue. They were, they were I was so like cold. They were, yeah, they were <laughs> totally so blue. And so I linked in with you because um, obviously you're a photographer. Yes. And I was thinking, oh, maybe it'd be quite. You looking to do a portfolio? Maybe it'd be quite good. I'm quite new to the city. Get some pictures done. And I was thinking about the podcast and that I wanted to get some shots and stuff done. And then I think we didn't actually do pictures till about a few weeks ago because yeah. we just became friends and chatted and just that day was just awesome to have coffee and it, uh, do you know it was freezing but actually i left feeling really quite warm inside mm. you know Aww. i knew that um when we met that you know we that was the start of something that's our friendship it's yeah. lovely. and it's i think and we had our stories were so similar because you know you literally moved here two weeks before we did yes i've been with my other half for 17 years um we all make, we all have kind of like similar sounding it's like, names. Yeah, it's our, just like it's, weird. Our lives were kind of mirroring yeah. each other. Um, yeah, and it just this is a yeah. I think the more we talked about kind of our experiences and you know why we both or we all moved here, yeah. it kind of I think you know it, there was so much commonality there in terms of feelings of the past and you know what we want the future to look like and stuff. And that I think that's. I don't know, sometimes you meet people by chance, don't you? But actually, when you then start pinning everything together and having the conversations, it's just like, okay, maybe we were just meant to meet. I, yeah. I don't know, if yeah. you believe in fate. But as a city then, so obviously we've talked loads about it, but what yep. gets under your skin about Brighton in terms of a good way? You know, what makes you kind of go, oh my God, this place is just incredible? Um, well, you know, living in Windsor, well, I mean, living in Windsor, it was very quiet. It's completely mm. different to Brighton. Um, there's no gay places to visit. We didn't have uh, very many friends there. Um, I've 
you know, when I was growing up and uh, started going out to gay places and gay clubs and up into London and Soho, um, I was kind of meeting people who were the same as me mm. and I didn't have that for a, a number of years. So being in Brighton and just meeting people with similar stories, mm-hmm. I am just kind of overwhelmed um, with just, I've just got so much kind of a connection and mm. it's just so lovely seeing people be themselves. Authentic. Like, you know, there's no judgment about the way people dress, about mm. the way people talk, mm. um, about their, opi- uh, you know, they can have an opinion and, um, it can be completely different to yours and there's no, there's just no kind of judgment. People listen to you here. Mm. That's, that's my experience. Yeah, definitely. And, I completely um, agree. Yeah. And I think everyone is kind of looking out for each other as well. There's a, a real sense of community. You know, I, I live in Kemptown. Um, you know, I will see people every day that I've not really spoken to, you know, just in the shops, mm-hmm. um, shop workers, and they will just ask you about your day. I've never experienced that yeah. in, you know, Windsor or yeah. Slough or growing up. They, people seem quite guarded, but actually here... It's quite it, free, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's really free. And it's like a genuine interest, you know, when people ask you about your life. Mm. It, you know, it feels like that it's coming from a really good place. I think we both kind of said when we've been talking over the months is, you know, you don't kind of realise you're missing something in your life until you get it. Yeah, and you're like, exactly. whoa, this is, I didn't realise this was so important to me. And, you know, I think I've, I've probably said this on the other podcast as well, but, you know, for me, it's just that sense of belonging and yeah. being somewhere where you just feel comfortable to be yourself and to have these kind of conversations. And, you know, this is so enriching for me to, to make this podcast, but also to talk about stuff that is really important. Yeah. And, um, like you this time last year, you know, um, I obviously don't need to share this, but I think our, both of our families were going through tough times. Yeah, and last year was tough. So yeah. it was, um, it was, well, it was life changing. Yeah. Um, so, and you know, with, you know, when people talk about COVID and, you know, everything that all of us went through together, mm-hmm. it kind of, you know, it put things into perspective a little bit and, sometimes you just have to think, you know what, fuck this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do something with my life and I can't be stuck in the same place because then you just go stale. Yeah, you do. Um, And... I think you get ill from it as well. Yeah, and, and, you know, there was real times of anxiety throughout the whole uh, couple of years, really. So it was... um, I had a lot of time to think um, about the future and where I wanted to be and where mm. I wanted my partner to be. Um, and yeah, last November just felt like the perfect time to be in the perfect place. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, everything kind of aligned. Yeah. Um, so I'm just really grateful, grateful to be it. here. Mm. And um, yeah, I don't want to, you know, I get excited about waking up in the morning, you know, what the day is going to bring, who I'm going to meet. Um, nothing big might ever happen during that day but mm-hmm. there's i still it's i can't i can't explain it brighton feels like, like this magnet that is drawing me in yeah um I agree. and i'm sure it does for a lot of people i think it's probably so many people come here and they never never leave you know yeah. the amount of people i've spoken to that have talked about you know going to uni here and then just have never gone back yeah. to wherever home was you know and 
and I, you know, we've talked about this. I've, you know, I've did a few visits to London recently and I've kind of talked about going back to my kind of, you know, hometown and stuff where I'm born and stuff. And I, I don't know, the, at the moment, the thought of leaving Brighton is just quite tough. It's, I know. It's just, I don't really want to do it. You know, um, I sat in on on your podcast with Alfie Ordinary last mm. week and Alfie was saying about it being like a bubble and then just having to leave. That's how I feel. I feel, I feel like myself here yeah. and... Um, the times when I have left, um, just to go into London, I'm I'm always kind of maybe second guessing what other people might see or yeah, you know when they look at me or, or think of mm-hmm. me and and you know that we we did have an experience quite recently and um, we were walking through London, we went to see a show and uh, someone in the street just kind of saw us coming um, and was quite actually it was um quite aggressive what mm. they were saying to us and it was just really like shitty comments mm. what homophobic um, comments or yeah i mean yeah i mean it was a homophobic comment i mean I, I know that happens everywhere um but i guess i would feel safer if it happened here because i because of the community and i think if that's if anyone said something like that to you, people here would have your back. Yeah, completely. I you know, mm. um, I agree. Actually. So it was it was one of those moments where you were thinking, "Oh shit!" You know, I wish I was back in Brighton. Yeah. Well, I remember going to London, and then we literally were on the last train home, and it was like, you know, you're going through the different stops, and then the next stop was Brighton. I remember yeah. just getting out of the station, thinking, "Oh, we're here! Thank goodness, yeah. we're back." No, I think that's. Do you know that's probably the best answer that i've had so far oh. on the podcast about <laughs> Brighton. but i think maybe that's because of where we're at in terms yeah. of you know we're so new here and actually we are and like you i wake up and i'm like oh what's today going to bring and yeah. you know i've obviously got my kind of job that i'm doing from home and stuff as well um but you know at the weekend and stuff it's like what's what's today going to bring what what could today look like and there's just always something happening yeah. and you know we didn't have drag shows in Windsor no and just you know something as you know easy to pop along to a drag show yeah. and uh, experience that was something completely new to us I don't think I'm ever going to get fed up with that honestly I'm, I'm just not no. and I think it's just such everyone is just so um everyone is just expressing themselves mm. and living their lives and I think that is just so lovely to see and I'm I'm just such. I'm. I'm a big champion of anyone who's just actually doing what they want to do mm-hmm. and not giving a shit. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you're not hurting anyone when you're doing it and mm-hmm. you're living your life, wearing what you want, um, and just going for it. I think that's just. It's really important, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. really um, inspiring. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah. I completely agree. I, t- so my answer is probably a little more low key than yours today, but um, I'm thinking about <laughs> actually, you know, and I think it, but it, it kind of all resonates really, and it's, I think it's all really connected. I think sometimes it's, you know, your response is definitely how I feel most days, and it's, and it, it is a real sense of wow, we're so lucky to be here. But for me as well, it's, a, it's such the small things as well. Mm. It's like today, I went and got a haircut. And yeah. I then had to wait for the hair haircut. So um, I was outside on Church Road and had a coffee from Gail's coffee shop opposite. And I was just people watching in the sunshine on a Friday morning. Hove High Street was busy yeah. and it was just lovely. And I was like, it's just buzzing. It's I get such a, a sense of joy from just watching people yeah, doing do. their stuff. And, 
you know going shopping and having their days and everyone just looks like they're kind of enjoying themselves and again maybe i'm looking at it through rose into glasses maybe people are having tough times in hove and brighton as well but yeah but i that, mean you know it just feels good to, to yeah, see those people you know yeah definitely i mean we had a similar experience you know i went for a coffee this morning in Kemptown um with my partner and my partner and i were just chatting about um you know music and um he's got a gig coming up so we were talking about that um and there was another customer in the coffee shop and um just kind of joined the conversation and mm. then we all just started just having a really nice conversation about photography about music and uh she was also a piano player wow. so it just felt like you, you, i would not have been able to do that you no. know back where i was a year ago no, i agree um agree. i don't think i think people are more open to that here um and I, d- I don't know why that is. Um, I think everyone's... My, my feeling of this place is that, as you said about people championing other people, I generally feel like everyone's... Maybe not everyone, but the people that I've met and interacted with, you know, people are really trying to live their best lives here. Yeah. And I think it's a place... I feel like it's a place where, you know, good stuff is encouraged. Yeah, um, absolutely. And and that's and I think it's infectious. So I think... Again, when you're putting out there and you're you're doing your thing, I think you do attract those like-minded people to yeah. have those conversations. So let's talk about photography because okay. this is what we initially met to talk about yes. um, those months ago. Um, so, hey, can I take your picture? Is your Instagram handle it and is. your kind of your website and your your company name? Yeah. Um, so, when did your love of photography start? Um, oh gosh, you know, as far back as I can remember, I was. Um, yeah, my dad used to have an old uh, 35mm camera. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't use it that often, um, but I was always obsessed with, you mm-hmm. know, when he went to get the films developed. Um, I was just, I was just always, I guess, not obs- not to the point of obsession, you know, I just, I just love photographs. Mm. Um, I have all my old family photographs that I keep in a safe place. Um, they are, um, moments in time that uh, they're just like little reminders mm. and you know when you're going through life uh, you kind of tend to forget silly things yeah. and then a photograph you might see someone's face that you've uh, not thought of for years or you might see um, a photograph from Christmas from when you were a kid and you think oh actually bloody hell I, I remember that toy mm. uh, that made me feel good you know I I remember uh, you know, wearing that jumper. And mm-hmm. I just, um, yeah, I just love photos. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you just I, always love taking them and yeah, always looking love at them. Taking them. And... You know, I've, I've had so many different cameras over the years, you know, Polaroids. Um, yeah, I got into Lomography um, and then went to digital and, you know, the old eight millimeter camcorders. I've experienced, mm-hmm. uh, you know, played around with those. Um, I guess I was just always, um, trying to just capture moments and mm-hmm. yeah, I, you know, I, I was always, you know, I always had pictures of pop stars on my wall and, um, I was always buying magazines and just tearing out photos and, mm-hmm. um, what I love about pictures as well is that they can tell so many different stories to so many different people. So yeah. You know your interpretation of a photograph. You know what you take. Someone else will then see that shot in a completely different way, and I think that's the beauty of it. Yeah. It's such an art, isn't it? Because it's 
and you have got an amazing eye for you know when we've talked about photographs you're like just do this or just you know do this or you know and i think you make you make me feel incredibly comfortable when we're doing photographs which is amazing um but i do think it is about it's it's an art isn't it it's like you you have to really be able to see something or you have a vision in your own mind when you you take a picture but also when you look at a picture when you look at you know something in an, in an art gallery or something that's on a birthday card or whatever you will take something from that and it's like oh that's how i interpret that and i think yeah. that's the beauty of it I think that's you know that you're right i mean when i'm when i'm walking around the street and i'm not carrying my camera i kick myself because i'm kind of constantly looking around thinking or oh, you know well, that that piece of rubbish by the bin actually that looks really quite interesting i should just take a photo of it mm. like really silly things mm-hmm. Um, and you know, lots of people don't look up, you yeah. know, there's some amazing buildings here in Brighton yeah. and, uh, you know, walking along the seafront, um, I, I don't know what building it is and I can't remember in this particular moment what it says on top of that building, but I remember a couple of weeks ago seeing it mm-hmm. and thinking, oh, you know, I wonder how many other people have seen that. Um, it wasn't Brunswick Terrace, was it? Uh, possibly one of the cream buildings at the front because that's got like if you unless you look it's right on the top and it says Brunswick Terrace along the, the middle of it um, I think it's something a bit more kind of profound okay um, than Brunswick Terrace <laughs> just, not just a name <laughs> it's, it's like a, it's like McDonald's um, it's like a, it's, I, 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 you know what, I'm going to have to go back and have a look because actually I should have took my bloody camera and, and take a photo of it um, but I mean I'm always looking around and mm. you know when I'm walking down the street I'm looking at if I see someone interesting, mm-hmm. um, which was kind of why I called my a website, you know, whatever I do called, Hey, can I take your picture? Because I wanted it to be that I, if I saw someone that I thought was interesting, then I could just be really like casual and just say, you know, Hey, can I take your picture? You know, you look yeah, amazing. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and you know, I'm more interested in people. You know, I love you know all sorts of photography but people more specifically because mm-hmm. i you know everyone has got a story yeah and um yeah i just find people interesting and i've had some really shit photos taken of me over the years mm-hmm. um so when i take pictures of people i you know everyone has had a shit photo yeah, yeah. You know, on face, someone's been tagged in Facebook or Instagram, and you're like, "Oh God, you should just take that down." <laughs> yeah, yeah, take yeah, it yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when I'm taking photos of people, I want them to, I want them to just have a really nice picture that represents, you know, how how they are. And you know, mm. I think everyone is just, you know, really interesting. And mm-hmm. you now, when I've taken your photos, I know um, that you were kind of a little bit maybe nervous. Um, I think it's weird when you first start because it's yeah. it's kind of like oh I've got to go into pose mode or something and yeah but actually the one I think the best ones you've taken to me have probably been the more natural ones. Oh, the more natural ones yeah when you're just yeah. looking around Definitely. or so what I mean obviously this is your like full time I guess it I guess it's a passion and a hobby but actually yeah. it's turning into a business which is just amazing yeah and I'm so happy for you what what made you think okay I need to do this this is my art this is what I've got to show to the world i guess what um, what was the deciding factor oh gosh you know i've done photography you know in my previous job i was doing photography for them i i was photographing food for their christmas brochure uh christmas decorations you know um objects really and i did mm-hmm. some i did some photography for 
an advert that they did where they were advertising hats. Mm-hmm. So the model was wearing hats. Mm-hmm. And actually, I much preferred the model side of things mm-hmm. and taking pictures of this woman. Um, and then, you know, last year, like I said, it was uh, a really tough year. Um, and I... I guess you know there's there's no kind of right moments and no. you know you, you can't plan for anything I don't you can plan as much as, as possible but actually um you know last year I just thought I I'm just going to go off on my own and mm. just you know I love doing this so much I like making people feel good about themselves with pictures um so Brighton just feels like the perfect place to do that mm-hmm. i feel that like i could approach people um with ease and they're not going to be like who the fuck are you mm-hmm. you know some weirdo asking yeah. to take your picture being papped yeah <laughs> go and, away <laughs> um and you know most people that i've met since being here i've ended up taking their photo mm. um and obviously you've been involved in some some great projects yeah. as well so the ledwood center make yes. your mark yeah. you know that is all of your hard work um yeah i mean it was you know when when i moved here i wanted to be i wanted to be involved with the lgbtq plus community mm-hmm. um i'd never uh been involved in uh, our community like that before mm-hmm. i um you, uh, you know i'd watch tv shows like pose and things like that and which kind of stirred up these uh, i guess it brought everything to the surface for me. And I thought, actually, you know what? I want to, you know, I want to kind of do something. I want to contribute. And, Mm. um, yeah. So when we moved here, you know, before we moved here, we wrote ourselves a list, you know, we said, um, number one, uh, a flat in Brighton, uh, number two, to be by the sea, Mm -hmm. uh, three photography, um, my partner with his music. And on that list was also to do volunteering for, um, the like our community. The, mm. These are our people, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, and um, yeah, so I was walking past. Um, I didn't know it at the time. It was the Ledwood Centre and mm-hmm. Jubilee Street, mm-hmm. and in the window was just a QR code uh, looking for volunteers. So I said to Leo, "I said I'm just going to scan this." Um, I contacted them. You know, I was really just happy just to get involved and mm-hmm. just I would I would have poured the coffee just to kind of talk to people to do something yeah um so we we had some uh, uh a couple of weeks have passed and then we got invited in and got shown around and we met um Duncan who is uh kind of looks after the center mm-hmm. um and then there was somebody else there called Darren Kay mm-hmm. Who um, you have also interviewed? I have, um, and we just kind of started talking about what we were good at and what you know what we could contribute to um, the Ledwood Centre. And I said, you know, photography. I've done social media. I've done website stuff, um, and yeah, they Darren had kind of um, put me forward for this campaign, their first mm-hmm. fundraising campaign called Make Your Mark. Um, uh, so I had to photograph. Um, some kind of people within the community mm-hmm. who have a connection to the Ledwood Centre. Mm-hmm. Um, so met some amazing people and have actually made some really good friendships mm-hmm. out of it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, well, I just went in with Darren and um, yeah, photographed these people for this campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, and every, you know, it was quite an intense experience. 
Um, but I felt like I was doing something good mm. and that, you know, a, a campaign for uh, the Ledworth Centre to kind of, for the community, you know, it's the biggest LGBTQ plus centre in, you know, in the UK. Yeah, I think I think in Europe, um, I've heard them say, um, and this is going to benefit all of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a safe place. Um, it's a sober space. Mm-hmm. Um, and lots of people don't have that. So, you know, I never had that growing up. No. I never had anyone to talk to growing up. So if it's just somewhere where someone just goes and just sits and has coffee and doesn't speak to anybody, but knowing that they are safe, um, that's really... Yeah, the main thing. I think you're right. I think, you know, someone walks past that centre, if they're a teen and they're thinking, okay, you know, am I gay? Am I trans? You know, how do I identify them? You know, and just to be able to walk in and say, I'm confused. I need an ally. I need someone to help. Yeah. To have that visible centre in the city is just incredible. It's just such a big thing. Beyond world is true. Like you, I could never have imagined, you know, seeing that or having that, um, in my hometown, oh God, I would, I would have loved, you know, I, you know, there's been some really dark moments in my life, um, and I didn't have anyone to talk to, you know, coming out and not having people at school who you thought were gay, mm-hmm. um, you know, being bullied and being called names in the street, yeah. that has a lasting effect on people throughout your life. And if there was somewhere that I could have gone at the time and just said, you know, someone said this to me. And just for a little bit of advice, um, I think to say someone, someone say you're okay. I've got you. Yeah. I've got, I've got your back, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be an incredible place and Mm. I'm really excited about, you know, the coffee shop is open there Mm. and I was just sat in there the other day and just seeing people just, just be themselves Mm. and know that, you know, they're okay. I think that's really important. And they're heard, they're seen and they are, visible and yeah i need to go in actually i've not been um since um i saw the art show a couple of months ago but now the coffee shop's open i think yeah, I need to pop it, in and have yeah a i think it's only and, recently just opened last yeah. couple of weeks officially so that'd be really cool to yeah. go in and see that but no i think that's that's lovely and i think that um as you say to kind of get involved in you know community projects and it gives you experience but also it's it just it really reminds you i think you know what's important doesn't it as yeah. well being a part of something, having a community around yeah, you. Yeah, of course. And edu- and you know, and educating yourself as well. Mm. Um, you know, we never had experience, me personally, you know, uh, using people's p- correct pronouns has yes. been a big learning curve. Absolutely. And um, making sure um, that you get those correct. Um, I'd never met a trans person or had a conversation with a trans person before moving here mm-hmm. um so that is really special to me because actually you know we are still all people mm. regardless of how we choose to kind of um show ourselves to the world mm-hmm. um so i'm learning every single day Absolutely. you know and i think as well what what i've learned through the journey of you know being queer and actually kind of educating myself over the years and i'm doing a lot more of that at the moment you know reading lots of books and stuff um but i think it's like we all make mistakes i think that people when you're in the community sometimes we expect so much of ourselves to kind of 
get everything right that yeah. we should know because we're part of this community and actually you know pronouns you know big thing for me i've got you know friends that are non-binary yeah. you know i didn't <clears throat> identify on that spectrum myself as well um but i still get pronouns wrong and it's because it's that kind of ingrained language that yeah, we're so of used to of binary yeah. and so it's it's good when you hear other people talking or educating or or you take the time to do it yourself because I think again we've always got time and space to grow and, yeah. and we never stop learning do we? Yeah so. I think it's really important and you know you say about making mistakes I think it's okay to make a mistake mm-hmm. as long as you don't make the same mistake absolutely and you have just learned from it and absolutely. you know um, yeah I mean every day you know like I said I'm just learning something new absolutely so it's, it's been, lovely yeah I'd, so nice <laughs> But it is, isn't it? It's it, just it how, really is. how wonderful like, that we get to like learn and, and grow and embrace this city with all it has to offer, yeah. especially with the, the presence of such a big community yeah. as well. And because I feel that, like, you know, the people of the city that I've met so far have been really embracing of me yeah. and my partner. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that it's is a re- shit heart. <laughs> shit heart. And that's that's just a really good feeling. And yeah. It, just to be part of part of something that I've always wanted to be part mm-hmm. of. Um mm-hmm. You know, I I don't feel alone here. No, I, I, you know, I totally agree with that. Like, I can walk around the city by myself and not speak to anyone and not feel lonely. No. So strange, isn't it? Whereas, like, where I lived before, like, you know, a trip to John Lewis was like an adventure. It was like, oh, we'll go to yeah. John Lewis for the afternoon, <laughs> you know? And, like, it's just like, oh, fucking hell, how do I just survive that long, like, yeah. living that life? Seriously. And now it's like, oh, why don't we just, I don't know, I could sit and have a coffee and just, like, watch the world go by and... Yeah not do anything or say anything and feel like I've had a lovely afternoon. It's just, yeah, this place is, we get, I mean, this is, I think this podcast should be called Why We Love Brighton yeah. because we're both like fangirling over Visit it so Brighton. much. Com. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Have you got a holiday plan for this year? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so, as I said before, we've been really um, lucky to work together. I've been really lucky to work with you. Oh, thank you. And obviously you're doing all the pictures for this podcast, which yeah. I hope will continue with all the seasons because yeah, I hope you're so. amazing it's at it. It's just been so much fun. And like I said, you know, the guests that you've had on the show so far have just, you know, I've sat in on mm-hmm. three or four of the conversations you've had. You're the invisible person I refer to. Yeah, I'm, I'm kneeling, I'm usually kneeling on my, with you know, cramp. Uh, yeah, yeah, with cramp um, by the door. Um, trying not to cough. Yeah, yeah. Oh, last, <laughs> Especially last week. Last week gosh. we both had bad chest. Yeah, we? And I had quite a bad. Um, I don't know if it was a chest infection or a cold, but I was, you know, you know, when you're holding back a cough and you can feel your body like shaking. <laughs> you were, like when, when you left the room, you were like, I'm just gonna go outside. <laughs> and then you go out there, like, <laughs> yeah, then I go outside and have a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes everything better. It's all all right. <laughs> but um, yeah. So we've worked together and. Yeah. You know, what I would say is, uh, you know, you're right. I was probably quite nervous the first time we did the shots. Um, but now I'm like, oh, we've got the camera. Can you take a few more pictures of yeah. me? And, you know, one thing we did do, which, again, embracing everything the city has to offer, is we went to the nudist beach. Yeah, and we did. And and I did some shots, um, completely starkers. <clears throat> um, and it's something I've never done and never thought I would do. But it was amazing and liberated. But I think the reason it felt that way is because you were such a professional as well. Like you're not just a friend, but you made me feel so at ease and you were just like, this is art, do this. And the pictures are just incredible. I've looked at them and actually one of my most viewed picture on Instagram is the one with Urel on my back. Oh, lovely. Yeah. And, um, I think it's just, you know, it's, it's amazing. So how important is it for you to make the person you're photographing feel good and, 
you know, comfortable, but also what, what is your ultimate aim? Is it about feeling good or just someone loving a picture or do you have something in mind when you when you take people um i mean gosh it's just it's the most important thing when i'm taking a photo is Mm -hmm. that people are completely comfortable Mm -hmm. and i you know i hope that everyone who i have photographed has has felt that um i you know i see you know i it's really difficult to explain because um because i just i because i like i'm interested in people and i like Mm -hmm you know their faces and their stories and i get excited like genuinely excited so what i would do I, i'll take a couple of photos of someone and then yeah see the i can see the results immediately just on the um on the viewfinder of the camera and then i will go back to that person and say look at this this is such a good shot mm, and i get you so do that excited so often, you it's, do. It's like, oh, yeah like and i'd say oh let's just take a few more and i like i want to i want I want whoever I'm photographing to see the process as I'm going along because mm-hmm. these are their photos as well. Yeah, absolutely. They're not just mine, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, um, yeah, I want people just to, uh, yeah, I want, yeah, I want people to feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think everyone should. Everyone has the right to feel good about themselves. And it's not a vanity thing for people, you know, to have their pictures taken. Um, I, I think it's just it's just you know embrace yourself mm-hmm. and love yourself and that's what it's about and you know the photo fo- yeah the photos that we took on on the beach on the nudist beach um you know we've spoken about that before and i'm mm-hmm. i'm interested in um i'm interested in the human body and how it moves and you mm-hmm. know if you're posing a certain way you might see a certain muscle or you might have a scar you know those are things about people that tell that story mm-hmm. that I keep going on about mm-hmm. um they make up they make up the person mm-hmm. and I find that really interesting I I don't know why I find it interesting it's just um it's just something that I just want to capture mm. and kind of and I guess the, I I guess the thing is you know there's things about myself that I don't particularly like um, but I've learned to embrace over the years mm-hmm. and you know when you see things on Instagram you know everything is quite uh, airbrushed you know, mm. there's no you know everything's filtered not everything you know more often than not people will put a stick a filter on yeah definitely and not to say that I've not used filters in the past but actually um, I much prefer it when you can see that person yeah um, and you can see um, you know the wrinkles on their face. They mm-hmm. the laughter lines are so lovely. You know that's they make up who you are. It's and, authentic, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. shows shows a history and you know something about that person. Yeah, I mean, you know, I have to say the, the pictures you've, that I've got on my Instagram, which <clears> you've <throat> taken, I absolutely love. And I think you're right; it's not a vanity thing. But I have looked at those pictures and gone, "Oh God, I'm really chuffed for those. They good. they look good, and they make the profile look good, and the kind of brand that I'm looking for for the podcast. So that's you know that's so lovely." But I think I think you're right. There is something quite lovely about being able to appreciate yourself, and I think it's really important. Yeah. You know, there's lots of quite often. You know, we I have done it in the past. You know, you compare yourself to other people. Mm. You know, it's you know, you see a good looking person, you see that they have nice teeth, you they have nice hair, um, and then you start to question things about yourself. But actually, I think we should just stop comparing ourselves to other people and just fucking own it because 
it's such a cliche. Life is too short to be worried about what other people think of you mm. and about how you look. Yeah. And, you know, I have to tell myself that, you mm. know, a couple of times a week, you know, it's being in Brighton that, you know, everyone is, everyone dresses cool. Everyone's got cool hair. It's really easy to compare yourself, but actually you need to take it back to who you are and actually you mm. are fucking amazing as well. Yeah, you and you got and like you saying that, like it's a bit heartbreaking actually, because you're beautiful and oh, gosh. <laughs> you look amazing and you always have nice style and you're just epic and like yeah. I mean as soon as you walked to my flat oh. today, I was like, You look amazing today and <laughs> you know, but but again it's it's sometimes and this is life, isn't it? I think, you know, the things that other people can see sometimes we're just blind to it because actually we've learned to think certain things about ourselves and it is changing those mindsets and yeah definitely. you know thinking in a kind of different way but you hot girl oh thank you i appreciate <laughs> that <laughs> there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss that's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss i'm sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So what is the um what do you think has been the most like thing that surprised you since following this passion of yours and or what have you know, what's surprised you or what have you learned about yourself on this journey? Um oh gosh. I'm going deep today. You are going deep. I'm gonna to have to cancel my appointment with my shrink. Um what has surprised me is this question this question <laughs> this question surprises me um I, you know what i guess what it is you know i do doubt myself quite a lot i'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. um and again it comes back to comparing yourself to other people you know i you know i know i'm not the best photographer i'm not pretending to be um 
but I think I can take a really good picture of somebody mm -hmm. and an honest picture. Mm -hmm. And I think it has surprised me that um, it surprised me that it's taken me that long to realize actually you're good that I am. Yeah. I'm really without, good without blowing my own trumpet. You know, I think that I have got something and you know, I, you know, there's a quote that Madonna said years ago from, um, I think it's from in bed with Madonna. And she says, um, you know, I'm not the best dancer. I'm not the best singer, mm -hmm. but, um, I like pushing people's buttons. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I latched onto the first part of that because actually, you know, what that woman has achieved mm. and has gone through, you know, you, regardless of whether you like her or not, she mm. has achieved something. It's a force that she's had. Yeah. And I yeah. think, I think, you know, I, I, you know, I, I'm not the best photographer. I'm, I don't have the best equipment, but I think that I use it to the best that I'm able to use it Absolutely. and, and, you know, and to give people something, uh, mm -hmm. an image at the end. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, I've probably gone off topic. Yeah, <laughs> so, I was just thinking though, being like really naughty that if someone missed the first bit of what you said there and they just heard, I haven't probably got the best equipment, but I do. What oh. I can. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's a whole different podcast. Folks. It's not how big it is. It's, how big, it's what you do with it. <laughs> what you do with it. But you know what though? I, I, I you know, do, do you know what I would, I, you know, sometimes things come down to money as well. And, yeah, of course. You know, I think, I think I've made a good investment with the equipment that I've got and I've captured some really cool images of mm -hmm. people. And, um, yeah, it's just taken me maybe a, a bit longer to actually realize that actually, you know, when people do say, Oh, that mm -hmm. picture is really good that I have to kind of believe, I think because I move on from things so quickly. Yeah. Um, so I'll take a picture, I'll maybe do a quick edit and then I'll put it on my website and on Instagram. Um, so they're kind of fleeting, fleeting moments in my mind because I'm always thinking, oh, what's the next picture the I'm going to take? The next picture is going to be better than that one. So I'm always trying to better myself. Um, I think you're very everything. humble though when you get a compliment because, you know, we've talked, I mean, I think what you just said around, you know, first of all, what you said around, you know, having to have that belief in yourself, I completely agree and i think it's easy to compare yourself like this podcast i'm in the same situation as yeah. you in that regard you know there are thousands and thousands of podcasts but you have to believe that something that you're doing yeah, has course. got something yeah. because if not you just would never try anything yeah and i think that i think that's probably you know, the answer to the question from me you know you have to you know eventually you have to believe in yourself mm. i would not be doing this if now um if i didn't believe in myself mm -hmm. i i know that i can and you've got the goods to back it up. I mean, those pictures you took of, and I still talk about them, and I'm still waiting for my copy of one of them, <laughs> um, of the pier with the people dancing under the oh, pier yes. with the Brighton. Yeah. And like, just like, I need to get on to you more. We need to set your shop up. Like, you seriously will sell oh. those pictures. They are, they are incredible. See, oh, yeah. You, <laughs> and you do believe it, but it's like, you are super, super talented. Thank and you. um, And I think it's, yeah, I think you have got the ability to do so well with this. I really do. I, be I truly you. believe in you. And I think, um, it's an it's an art and it's it's beautiful and even like you've got a picture on your Instagram I think with like some lemons and like yeah oh the yellow yeah. and it's just it's like there's so much 
in that it's so simple but it's just so effective and you you capture things which are just i would never think about you know yeah, I, I guess um i'm yeah i'm just interested in showing you know a picture of a lemon i put a um uh what they're called like an earring yeah i put an earring through the end of the lemon and um kind of had to play around with it and made it I guess a little bit naughty. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, that's how, that's what I saw of the lemon. I thought, oh, that, you know, that lemon looks like a nipple. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not, you know, um, and just having fun with things as well. I think, yeah. you know, tongue in cheek. Absolutely. Um, I've had lemons turned into lemonade, but I've never had lemons turned into tits before. Lemons turned into, yeah. Yeah. But I think that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you not do that at the end of the day? <laughs> when life gives you lemons. Yeah, turn it into tits. <laughs> <laughs> nip nip I am um, no I think it's wonderful and I think it's again it's 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 all down to interpretations that art and it's um it's beautiful but no I think you're super talented and I'm really interested as well to talk about kind of future projects and things that you would like to do because yeah. I know we've had a couple of conversations about stuff and again you can reveal as much as you want on on this podcast but I know you have loads of great ideas and I just think one in particular would be really worth talking about Oh, which one? Which one? Are you talking about? So I have this idea, if it's the if it's the right one, um, uh, called the Sad Boys Club. Yes, that's the one. I was just doing crying face at crying you, so you knew what I was talking about. Yeah. Yes. So um, it kind of all stems from, um, I guess, body positivity and um, being uh, a gay man and um, being... Um, I guess, accepted and, you know, like I said to you before, you know, there's been some dark times in my life, especially mm-hmm. you know, coming out was really difficult mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, growing up in Slough and not having um, gay friends that obviously I have friends, but, you know, they might, they might be gay now, you know, you just don't know. I'm not in contact with them. But at the time, um, it can be quite isolating mm. and um, yeah, sad boys club kind of stems from that because I want to, um, yeah, I want to kind of put together, uh, I guess a portfolio of, of photographs of people who've got similar experiences, but actually they are here today living their best life mm-hmm. And um, I kind of, I can't really explain it. I mean, I want it to be a celebration. You know, you can go through some really sad times. Mm -hmm. Everybody does. Mm -hmm. You know, it's life. But it's coming out the other end and then acknowledging that and owning that, you know, that sadness and actually saying it's, you know, it's okay and Mm. I'm here now. This Mm -hmm. is what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. It's made me part it's part of who i am it's the journey yeah um so i i would like to take photos of um uh you know the queer community i call it sad boys club you know as a working title because obviously being a gay man i was drawn to other you know i say male figures Mm -hmm. you know not necessarily um so you know it might develop it might be the sad queers club um but i I want it to be a celebration of people and um, for them to tell their story. 
and it's beautiful uh, you know if i take a photo of someone it it could be an anonymous portrait mm-hmm. you know they could be holding up something that represents their life to mm-hmm. them and it would just be a photo of that but then i want them to write something to go with it mm-hmm. um and just explain that yeah tell their story yeah. i think you know some people don't have anybody to speak to someone you know you know people's lives are different they might not have a supportive family they might not have a supportive friendship um friendships um so i just want to highlight that and just say you know what actually you're seen you're heard you're seen yeah. you're heard yeah. you you're here today and that's what's important mm-hmm. regardless of what you've gone through yeah. and you know i keep saying where people have shitty times we really do yeah but you know let's kind of it's validating um, people's experiences yeah, isn't yeah. it i think i think that's really important and I, I love it i think it would be like an exhibition worth seeing i think it'd be incredible i Thank definitely you. think you should do it i think i think it's you know you're right people People tell their stories in different ways. And actually, sometimes people don't tell their stories because they think maybe others won't want to listen to it. But I think to do something through art, art is so expressive, whatever it is, whether it's photography, yeah. music. I, this, I think it, with with anything, you know, I think um, with photography, with music, uh, with your podcast, I'm, you know, we do this for ourselves. If mm. it reaches one person. Yeah, absolutely. That's a bonus, yeah. you know. Yeah. And you know like you say about uh, you know that you like some of the photos that is a bonus for me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i agree actually i think it's about an affiliation with the queer community because for me you know I, you know i'd be lying to you if i said my goodness i don't want to do this as a full-time occupation this yeah. is just a, a small hobby i'm going to try i love doing this podcast but actually the real thing for me is that it's about for me it's about it's successful if you're putting out work you're proud of yeah and if you're reaching people and if i have 20 listeners to this podcast but 20 people take something from each conversation and that changes the way they look at something well what an amazing contribution yeah, that, to the community. and that, that is what is important i think yeah, completely agree and, yeah i mean you know like i said you know i never had anyone growing up um, that you know, there were there were no podcasts when we were growing up, no. so I, I'd never heard these conversations, and um, there was no one in school to say, you know, well, I know you're different, you know, but it's okay to be different. Um, there was no support; it was all very heterosexual. Mm. You know, everything sex, sex education. Yeah, um, there was nothing that referred to being a gay man. You know, queer person. Man, yeah, queer mean. person. You know, mm. we didn't have anything, so. Do you know, I'm reading a book at the moment called Outrageous. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this last week with Alfie, but um, and it's all about the history of Section 28 mm. and actually how that came to pass. And my goodness, like some of it is just like I'm reading like the kind of the stuff that happened before Section 28 and actually what happened in government and the different um, kind of reports in the media and what people were talking about in Parliament. And you just think it makes me cross i'm just like you you people you know because of your agendas because of your fear because yeah. of what you believe to be right based on the the status quo of your world fucked up yeah any chance i had of having a balanced childhood where i could learn about myself mm. accept myself and not give myself a hard time you know we've talked about tough times dark times i've been in over the years yeah. and i you know i I definitely feel that actually my sexuality and my kind of gay, you know, queer journey has been a, a massive 
contributed to that. And actually, there's, there's stats out there to prove that you know, you know, if a person who is in the queer community is more likely to have depression or a mental mm. health condition, and it's not surprising really when you think about actually the shame that's put on our community. I mean, there's been lots of shame over the years. Yeah. My gosh, and uh, you know, just stop fucking shaming us. Mm. You know, we are human beings. Yeah, absolutely. And it just makes me really angry. You know what, I though? get really. I, but yeah, but the other part of it though is. And again, I'm not straight bashing here or kind of, um, you know, making out that everyone in the straight community no. is against a queer queer community. But I'm talking particularly about a time, I guess, where, you know, heteronormative ways of living and people in power made decisions which affected how we experience our childhoods. Mm. But I wouldn't be any fucking different. No. I love being who no. I am. And I think that it's taken me years to be able to really say that but my god i would not change or trade my life for anyone's no and i feel the same you so know it it kind of i hope that other people that listen to this or you know are going through their journeys or are, are healing from their journeys yeah. are able to feel that too one day because you know it's amazing it's like we'll, we'll, we'll come you know we'll bounce back up we'll get back up and you know we'll, we will rise you know we that's, rise. but do you know what i mean though no, I, just, I do honestly yeah. and important yeah it's just I, you know i could get really emotional about mm. all this um i can see you are a little bit uh, you know you know even that kind of don't say gay in america oh. just completely out what what the fuck? what fucking planet are we on yeah i know i think it's just it's really sad and mm. um you can you, they can use that term you know that saying what they want like don't say gay but actually uh, being gay is not a choice. No. So uh, stop putting words into our mouths and, mm. you know, these young people in schools, I think it's really important to, you know, just educate people mm -hmm. and have that information readily available. Mm -hmm. You know, what people do with that information, that is their life. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, just... I, I read somewhere or a quote. I think I heard it's something like being being queer isn't a choice, um, but being closed minded or being an arsehole absolutely well, is. Exactly. And it's like you know, um, I know what what yeah. camp I'd rather be on. You yeah. know, um, no, I think that's that's really lovely. And again, I love this because this is the power of these conversations. Yeah, like I'm we not going out. Of, I'm not going out of my way to hurt anyone or offend anyone. No. I'm just trying to live my life, mm. and like you know countless others we're just trying to live our lives and just fucking get on with it Do so get off our backs mm -hmm. and i think <clears throat> i think that you know um this comes on to the question i ask every guest about allyship and yeah. you know i've talked to, in every podcast about how important it is and i think that we've kind of covered it quite a lot but i think it is about having each other's backs as well yeah, it's about someone definitely. standing up and saying you know that's not okay for you to talk to that person like that yeah. or you know let's make a more inclusive environment within our community and, and in other communities well, as well. What does allyship mean to you? Oh my God, allyship is just so important. And I would, I, you know, like I say, I'm, I'm learning every day about new things. I'm, you know, I'm happy for people to correct me if I said the wrong thing. Um, I, you know, again, not having an ally when you're growing up, mm-hmm, and not having someone that is just there to support you for the silliest thing um, that you might think is just really like yeah. on a smaller scale. Yeah. Um, so I will always um, 
you know, listen to people and um, try to understand where they're coming from. Um, the LGBTQ plus community is, uh, we're, we're in this together. And, you know, people do have different opinions. You know, people's lives are different. They've been taught different things. But um, ultimately, it just has to come back to, you know, let's just, you know, mm. let's stick together, mm-hmm. you know. Have each other's backs and yeah. support each other and be kind. And Yeah, be kind. Mm. And, um, you know, you can have an opinion. It's okay to have a different opinion because mm. otherwise life would be pretty boring mm. if everyone thought the same thing. But actually, um, if you listen to someone's opinion and appreciate what they're saying, mm-hmm is okay as well. You don't have to agree with people all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, uh, you know, I'm... You're an ally, yeah, Carol. I'm, I'm an ally, you know, you know... It's important. I, I, will, I will, you know, I will stick up for anybody. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't care, mm-hmm. you, you know, um, yeah, you know... Yeah, I agree. I, I, can't, I, I, I can't find the, the words to kind of express how i feel but you know if there was a situation where something wrong was being done yeah i would like to think that i would step in and Definitely. just say hold on that's not right well and i think i can maybe sum this up as well for you and this is actually for you i know you don't like compliments <laughs> so but you are an ally and i think you know you are probably one of the kindest people i've ever met <laughs> and i do honestly and i mean that and you know since we've met and we've hung out and we've become friends we've had so many deep conversations yeah. stuff that I never have talked about with friends before. And I think that's, it's not just about having each other's backs and kind of sticking up when things go wrong. It's about just being there when life happens and having yeah. great conversations. And that for me is an essence of what we have. And I just thank you for being well, thank you. such a good friend. I feel the same, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, there's been, you know, we've, we've spoken every other day, you know, through text message or we something. Talk loads, we? we do. And I love it. You know, there's not you know there might be a couple of days that have passed but um i never feel any pressure no so and that it's just a really easy yeah friendship and Um, i appreciate it oh no well i appreciate you girl i'm doing a valerie cherish Cherish now thank you for Um, the words thank you Um, for the words best of luck to you (laughs) if anyone doesn't know who valerie cherish is look it up (coughs) i've got a cough too excuse me (coughs) yeah we're having a little cough on the podcast clear our throats um no amazing thank you thank you thank you thank you and thank, thank you. you for just being and you know with this podcast as well you've just been such a champion you've i was thinking about it the other night about actually about kind of just support and stuff that i've had and you're just so lovely to talk to about it and you're just like do this and have a go at this and i'm like i'm thinking about this idea for next year you're like why not just do it and i think i think you it's should in, it's infectious i think um you know like i was saying to your partner earlier mm. just in a you know a conversation um you know, people should hear that they're special. Yeah. Oh. You know, people are special mm-hmm. and I think it's important. Some people never have anyone mm-hmm. to tell them that. So no. if I feel it and I Speak think it. it, then, you know, I'm not going to hold back and telling somebody that I like them. And I no. think that they've got something good or that I'm, uh, you know, I would champion anyone who is yeah. following their dreams yeah, absolutely. and, you know, living their authentic self. Yeah. I think it's really important. I think, so, yeah, it's just, it's it's lovely, isn't it? And I think you're right. There's not enough people say what they mean. So actually that's, yeah, it's lovely to I spread mean, the love, you know? You know, there's always going to be lots of kind of uh, negative comments in life and, you know, not everything is, um, 
you know, I, I say biscuits and sandwiches because it's something from The Apprentice years ago that my partner <laughs> takes the piss out of me for saying. I said, life's not all biscuits and sandwiches. <laughs> um, it was. <laughs> so, I'm, you know, I'm not complacent in things. No. And I know that there are dark things out there. But mm. actually, let's just shine some light mm-hmm. on some good shit. Mm. I feel so, like you're going to go into Madonna song now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm what, trying what to song think of, would, what would that shine your light now. Yeah, <laughs> it's, gonna, it's got to be good. <laughs> you're in Hollywood. You're in Brighton. You're, you're in Brighton. You're in Brighton. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, quick fire round. Dun, dun, dun. Let's do this. Gosh, are we at that moment already? We're at that moment already. No. We've been talking for like over an hour. Wowza. Just lovely. Holy lovely, lovely conversation. Look, oh. we were ner- why are we nervous? We don't even nervous. No, no. We're pros. We're absolutely pros. Um, so, same one I ask every week, okay. and I know who this is going to be, but everyone needs to know. Queer Icon. Queer Icon is has to be Madonna. Madonna. She has been a, a constant in my life since I was five years old. Yeah. And, you know, love her or hate her, she is, um, you know, she is also a champion for the queer community mm-hmm. and always has been mm-hmm. and does lots of work um, for charities, so... Uh, you love uh, always match, an icon. Yeah. I've always got her back. Yeah. Did you see yesterday? She released a model of her vagina with a I tree did. coming out of it. Yeah, and mm. you know, I wasn't really sure what to expect, but um, you know, good for her. Yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I've got another question about her in a minute. Okay. I know the answer to already. <laughs> Queer anthem. Queer anthem. Okay. Um. Oh gosh, there's so many. Um. Okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with Madonna and choose "Express Yourself." Oh, don't go for it. Yeah. Is that the one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the one, isn't it? Yeah, with the 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 little the kind of monocle yes, in the video. In the video. Yeah. yeah okay. Crotch grabbing moments again. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. um, yeah. No, I played that song quite a lot growing up, and um, "Like a Prayer" was a uh, the album was the album, and yeah. uh, you know just going slightly off topic you know a really educational album as well because she in every single copy she put um uh details about you know aids did she she was the first person to kind of put that out to the masses and and start educating people you know it was in 1989 wow i had no idea um and there was an aids fact sheet in there Mm -hmm. so um i think things like that you know that's that's amazing isn't it yeah and again maybe that's again you i'm really brave at the time actually um, for uh, someone who was, you know, of her fame. But she was always pushing boundaries. I mean, even like burning the crosses she, in the Like a Prayer video, yeah. she was always pushing the boundaries, wasn't she? Yeah. But you know, that's really interesting because I never knew that. And again, you think about, I've just made the comment about her releasing her, um, you know, model vagina with a tree coming out of yeah. it. And it's like, <laughs> it's because it's just like, it's, nothing surprises me now. I'm like, it's oh, quite okay. Off, yeah, it's quite off the wall. I mean... But that's talked about more than actually the fact she did that back in the 80s. And actually, that's what we should be focusing on. The yeah, fact that she was a trailblazer yeah. and actually she did so much for our community yeah. and for other communities I mean, as well. I mean, everything she does is, you know, self-indulgent. Yeah, it's you about know, her own agenda as well, know, she, isn't it? She does have a big ego. There's no denying that. She's mm-hmm. admitted that. But... um um, if it gets some attention and actually these these NFT videos that she's done, yeah. um, the proceeds are all going to charities. Are they? Yeah, really good charities in the Ukraine and um, African women. Amazing. Um, so, I mean, she's very clever at what she does and yeah. obviously um, 
having a video of her vagina has caused some controversy. Mm. It's got the attention and people are bidding. I'm waking people up. That's yeah, what I'm saying. waking people up. If anyone doesn't know, Ant is, is a fan of Madonna. Just uh... yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> Welcome Can, to the Madonna show. You can put your placard down now. <laughs> I'm standing outside. Yeah. Uh, um, Madonna, Madonna, yeah. <laughs> Madonna. Uh, you gotta get them up. Um, Pringles or hula hoops? Oh gosh, I know. I that, is a, this that is a tough one. I know. I knew it would be for you because. When I speak to you oh. on the phone, you're like, I'm just having some Pringles before I have a shower. I'm just having some yes. hula hoops before I have a shower. We've always got Pringles or hula hoops. Yeah. Oh my God, that is really tough. Um, oh. Well, you know what? I have been, recently I've been having um, barbecue beef hula hoops. Oh, beef. So I'm going to, I'm going to say hula hoops. Hula hoops. Because actually hula hoops dipped in dairyly is really quite nice. Really? Yeah. Da- oh, that's amazing. Dangerous. But delicious. Yeah, but delicious. Oh, I do like a Dairy Lee Dunker. You know, with the um, oh yes, you know the little the little breadsticks. Yeah, but not the breadstick ones. They're the, the hollow ones that have got like the chive on them. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Delicious. I never used to be a savoury person. You know, I've got quite a sweet tooth, yeah. but actually, I I do. I am getting into my crisps and savoury oh, snacks. Yeah, so, crisp poor, love yeah, it. Crisp poor. You know, <laughs> bumper bags of hula hoops. Not not the mini. No, no. You need. Do you ones. know they make things really small now as well? Like I bought yeah. a double decker the other week, and it's tiny. I was like, oh, do you know, I haven't had a double decker for years. So then I bought a duo. So Did I you? Two. <laughs> <laughs> I like, Just to make up for I'm it. I'm going to eat two now. Yeah. Um, oh, I do love a hula hoop, though. So I do like a, a beef one. I do like a really salted one as well, though. And I, oh, yeah. Pringles. Sour cream and chive Pringles. Oh. Sour cream or barbecue Or Pringles. paprika. Yeah. Mm. Oh, paprika Max oh. crisps. Max power. You but know, you know what? I've, I don't think I've ever had them. Oh, my God. You haven't lived. Okay. And Royster's T-bone steak. Royster's, oh my god, are they the bubble ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, they're like. Uh, those were, yeah, yeah. In my school lunchbox. <laughs> that and a, and a trio. Trio, <laughs> trio. trio. <laughs> Used to get like a little like game inside like the show, trio. Showing our ages now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. We're we're nineties children, obviously. Um, <laughs> um, favorite spot to relax. Favorite spot to relax. Oh gosh. Um. I quite like just chilling out on the bed. I th- do you know? <laughs> I do you know. I find you know my bedroom is quite it's quite small and it's it just it's very quiet. Yeah, um, nice and peaceful. Yeah, it's peaceful and yeah. I mean, I I could say the beach, but everyone um, will say the beach. Everyone will say the beach. And actually, it depends on the the beach is peaceful, but actually, if you go at a certain like time of the weekend, it's yeah. not peaceful. Yeah, like you kind of yeah, you need to pick no, a good moment. No, I mean, I'm 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 I like relaxing in the bedroom, and you know, I'm up quite early every morning, so I do. I'm partial to an afternoon nap. Oh, so. oh God, we we I mean, we do have these yeah, discussions a lot. I mean, do. it's Saturday tomorrow, which means I get a three hour afternoon nap before I go out. There you go. Love it. See, I can't I can't nap for more than maybe an hour hour and a half. Anything longer and that just kind of throws me off a little bit. I'm always really hungry when I wake up as well. Yes. I'm starving yeah. and I start like raiding the crisps and yeah, you know, oh God, it's really bad. <laughs> the yeah. goody draw. The goody draw, yeah. I'm, I'm like, don't go in the goody draw, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's nothing in there. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Bitch ended all up. <laughs> Can you give me a Valerie Cherish quote? Valerie Cherish, oh gosh. Um, okay. We say these, st- we message each other all the time. Yeah. And now it's like, oh God. The pressure of a quote. Um, 
Marky Mark, Love Ball. Love Ball. Love Ball, Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh, stick no, I can't. A, stick a pin in that, Adam. Stick a pin, <laughs> stick a pin in that. <laughs> oh, shit. You know, I, I mean, that's that's going to be my best one. I'm yeah. Marky Mark, brain Love freeze. Ball. Oh, yeah. Um, if anyone I need a, to know that I'm being heard. Am I being heard? Am I being heard? Yeah. <laughs> well, I got it. <laughs> Feels so good. <laughs> if anyone hasn't watched the comeback, it's Lisa Kudrow. Oh, it's, it's one of the best things. There's two seasons, and actually, uh, season one is good, and season two is set ten years later. But it's just it's equally as good, and if not yeah. better, I think. And it came back because the fans begged for it. Yeah. It was cancelled after the first show. Yeah. Of first season and yeah it is just it's wicked and it's do you know someone said i was speaking to my friend jimmy he's going to come on the podcast in yeah. a few weeks and he loves valerie as well oh, really and um he was saying about how he really thought what was clever at the end of the second season was that you saw the real her especially yeah. when she's in the taxi and she's yeah. going to the hospital it was and, really quite like touching yeah it was it was beautiful and then she just said about at the end, oh, I won't give it away, but yeah, oh, I just love. I got to watch it again now. It's so good, so good. Um, I know the answer to this. Should Madonna stop? Never, never. No. What's not? What do you think she hasn't done? Um, she hasn't released her penis model yet, has she? No, well, she hasn't released her autobiography and told her story. She can do a biopic as well. Yeah, she? she is. Um, uh, so I, I think she's been doesn't know whether it's going to be a film or a a series i mean her life her life has been incredible i mean she coming out in the 80s with you know keith haring and basquiat and mm -hmm. andy warhol and all these like amazing people that aren't here anymore mm -hmm. um so i think she's got some stories to, to tell. tell absolutely yeah. yeah absolutely did you ever read the book by her brother no, no. I, I read it. Did you? Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. And um, it doesn't put her in a very good light. I think she light. wrote him out of her life after that. She did. So. I, I think they're friends again now, but yeah. um, but it doesn't put her in a very good... No, I can imagine, you know, she... Uh, yeah. But but then it's it's one version, you know, isn't it? It's there's yeah. always two versions of every story, I guess. But um, yeah, it was... It, yeah, I think, um, I think she did an interview with someone in an English accent about how oh yes during her English roses yeah incre period. incredibly hurt she was by it you know, yeah. you, know you sounded like Princess Diana then <laughs> <laughs> but he wrote a story about me yes <laughs> <laughs> and I was hurt and I was hurt <laughs> um, love Princess Diana no no shade there no shade we love me and Anne are we, we love Diana don't we we, we talk, do. we talk yeah. about her often so ballad or banger you know what? I'm going to go with ballad. Oh, I love a ballad too. What's your favourite ballad? My favourite ballad. Oh. oh gosh, I can't think. Favourite ballad. So difficult. There's so many good ones. I thought you'd pick one. I, I'm, I'm not going to say a Madonna song on purpose. Uh, now. <laughs> I thought you'd pick Live to Tell. Oh, but that is my favourite ballad. <laughs> <laughs> I have a tale to that tell. That is, but you know, I love, I love big power ballads. Um, or like, like a bit of like Whitney or Celine. Oh god, you know, I really like. Um, oh gosh, Roxette. It must have been love. <gasps> oh my god, and Heart Alone. Yes. Eighties oh, like proper classic classic ballads. Um, bit of Celine Dion. Don't mind. You were my strength when I was <laughs> my average when I could Whitney cheat. as well. Whitney, oh my oh. gosh, uh, uh, Whitney! You know the bodyguard years. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. the nineties Whitney was amazing. Yeah, I have nothing. Oh my gosh, mm, what a tune! Yeah, that yeah, is a tune. she was really good. Have you ever listened to her Christmas album? 
No. Oh my God. It's yeah, him. I'm not a big fan of Christmas music, to be honest. No. Mary J. Blige has got one called Have a Merry Christmas. Oh, really? Which is really good. And Whitney's got Have one. A mer- that's a good, that's a good really play good. on words. Yeah, and she does um, a few of my favourite things, but a Christmas version, which is really good. Yeah. But um, Whitney's got one and she does George of the World. And oh my God, that is, that's got layers. That song really? is just like, I remember Theo walking into the bedroom going, turn this off. It was just so intense. It was like, it just like goes like, like her vocals build and then they build yeah. and then there's like another layer another layer yeah. and then there's a gospel <laughs> choir and it's just like intense he's like is Christmas done yet I've had enough um, so then maybe that's what y'all can play to you when you come around at Christmas okay. next year um, okay something you wish you'd done when you were younger something I wish I had done um... oh gosh you know, it's by the way that I just keep singing on the podcast after the last couple of episodes. I think it's, yeah. I think I, there's, <laughs> a fr- inspired, there's a frustrated so. album in me. I think she's, yeah, I think the next one has to be like a musical interlude section. Yeah. Julian's probably shaking his head, going, No, no we, we won't record that. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. Something you wish you'd done when you were younger. So, oh, gosh. Um, something I wish I'd done. Um, that is such a tough question. I don't think anyone's ever asked me that. Um, I wish, uh, this is really quite deep, I wish I had told my mum how amazing she was and how thankful I was for her. Oh, that's lovely. I just, you know, as a child, you kind of, you take things for granted so much and Mm, you're in your own little world and, you know, it's, you kind of don't realise until you get older just actually... um, what your parents sacrificed Mm -hmm. so you know what i would say thank you that's beautiful oh bless you that's really nice oh (laughs) um your ultimate goal in life my ultimate goal in life is um just to obviously i would like to continue taking photographs mm-hmm. um but i um god you're so good <laughs> <laughs> ultimate goal you know it, my ultimate goal is just to make p- people happy and you know what it's lovely give them some love you know spread the love yeah i think it's important and you know you can't take things with you when you're gone um you know, I hope that some work that I do in the future leaves a lasting impression mm-hmm. on some people and, um, yeah, just to kind of make sure that everyone else is okay. Yeah, I think that's that, lovely. Yeah. See, this is your kind heart you have. <laughs> You're always thinking about everyone else. It's lovely. And a message of inspiration for anyone listening. I've not asked these two yet. Oh, so gosh. I, just thought, I was not prepared for this one. I know, but I just thought we'll go a bit deep today. Why not? Yeah, this is quite a deep one. Um, a message of inspiration. Um, I think you probably just gave one, to be fair. but Yeah, do you know what? I guess um, do no harm, but take no shit. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that needs to go to tea towel. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Do you know what? I think, you know, yeah, just, you know, do no harm, but take no shit. Yeah, you know, don't set the small Don't stuff. let people walk all over yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, know your own mind. And, you know, if you're not hurting anyone and. Live your truth. Yeah. I mean, people were going to try and. 
people will judge you regardless. So just mm-hmm. you know, do do what you want. Yeah, absolutely. Within reason, obviously. I'm not going to uh, tell you to go and do something that is um, illegal. But um, yeah, I think I think, I think that's a really nice quote. I think that's lovely. Do no harm, but take no, no shit. shit. I love that. <laughs> Perfect way to end. Um, thank you so much for. You're doing very this. welcome, and thank you for just being so lovely and Aww, such a wonderful friend it's and, been really lovely and i have a gift for you Ooh, i wonder I what that could i wonder be. what this could be <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna pass it to me you didn't choose the color or anything <laughs> <laughs> so this is the gift and also i've got a card and i really want you to look at the back of the card as well because i've done a little picture for you are you gonna make me cry no <clears throat> oh gosh Oh. <laughs> I'm so immature. What is, is that a mushroom? Or is it, it looks like a penis. I drew a penis on the back of the card. Oh, that I'm is really so lovely. immature. What should I open first? The card or okay, let me open the card. Oh, you're so thoughtful. Oh. I was like, I've got I've you know, in a couple of weeks open. I'm recording two in one week and I've got to make two scarves. Oh gosh. You'll you'll just do one long one and then cut it in half. That's <laughs> It's such a good idea. I might just buy oh, tea from the shop. <laughs> that is really lovely. Oh, that is super nice. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, let me get this I shit hope you open. Like this. Oh, I do. I love it. My gosh, that is fab. That's a proper thick scarf, that isn't is it? Proper thick. Oh, yeah. that feels so nice. I know. That's from. Give a shout out to. Is it? Um, oh, I don't know what the shop's called. Uh, so I can't give it a shout out. You know, love the colour as well. Yeah, I know. Well, you said you wanted like a rusty orange. Will it go around my head? There you go. Ooh, that's really nice. I'm going to look forward to wearing that um, in the winter months. Yeah, be lovely. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yay, thank you. Well, that was a super conversation. I'm so excited that I got to record this podcast with Ant and it did feel like we were just at the coffee shop having a coffee, putting the world to rights and um, yeah, it was amazing. So I hope you really enjoyed the podcast. Don't forget to follow Ant on Instagram. His handle is at heycanitakeyourpicture and more to come. Don't forget to like this podcast, share and subscribe. You can also follow me on Instagram. My address is at Actually. Thank you so much for listening to Queer I Am, the podcast. Until next time. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.